This is Masters Cast, the first He-Man and She-Ra podcast, episode number 34 for July 1st, 2009. Hello and thank you for downloading. We always appreciate it. I'm John Callis, also known as The Shadow. I'm Katie Carty Hiley, also known as Rainbow Bright. And I'm Josh Delioncourt, also known as Just Lioncourt. As always, Martin will be back with us next episode. Unfortunately, he was having technical difficulties and could not join us today. And we've been off the air for a bit, saving up all this juicy information to talk about uh, that's been coming out uh, with the Masters of the Universe Classics toy line. However, I believe we have some uh, some news to run through real quick that Lion Court will share with us. Uh, the 2002 Mike Young Productions cartoon series was released on DVD last year by BCI Eclipse in three volumes and will be re-released since BCI is no more by Mill Creek Entertainment in September. And they are releasing two volumes. One is going to be called Origins, and we don't know exactly what's on that yet, but it will have the... Uh, cover art from the Volume 1 uh, DVD set that BCI released last year, and a complete series box set with the same artwork as the Best Buy box had uh, for all three volumes last year as well. So, if you so don't- for you guys that already have the BCI version, are you going to be buying the new one too? I'm not. I might. It's it's really going to depend on if there's any incentive whatsoever to. If there's anything extra about it, if there's anything substantially different about it, I may consider it. If it's yeah. just the episodes and nothing else, probably not. Or or if they release, and I highly doubt this, but if they released it with the full Adobe uh, Digital Surround sound that we never got on the BCI releases, then I might consider it, so... I I'm, I I would be very surprised if anything was different or anything was extra, just because um, that company doesn't release. It's not into releasing, say, robust releases like BCI was. These are more like get them out, get them cheap, get them sold. Grr. Yeah, and I'm sure it's to capitalize on the success of the classics. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's definitely. just nothing to put out. So, but if you haven't seen the 2000 uh, series, or if you, you know. Missed out last the, year. The, yeah, I once. I mean, this is a very uh, economical way to obtain the entire series. Yeah, well, that's the thing. The I can't remember the exact uh, prices on the press release now, but they're it's not expensive at all. I think the complete series was like twenty bucks or something. So yeah, it was like a little over twenty. Yeah, yeah. So it's not uh, not going to be terribly expensive to do. So definitely check it out if you maybe even if you didn't like the show, give it a second chance. This will be an easy way to get through all the episodes, real cheap purchase, um, and I think you'll be pleasantly surprised that a lot of the episodes are much better maybe than you remember. So, open minds, people. Open. That's your mind. right. <laughs> I still love open the series. Mind. So even though I won't open my mind about certain stupid characters named King Grayskull, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to roll with the punches, like Good I job. am with. Here's the segue for you. Masters of the Universe Classics, which we get a chock full of wonderful information on their little tiny bios that are on the back of the packaging. Are you thrilled about the bios? I am so thrilled. (laughs) Bios, maybe. New names, not so much. Look, we got some good stuff, right? There's some good stuff in the bios. There's some bad stuff in the bios. There's some names... 
that are okay. There are some names that aren't okay. Um, so I think we should uh, delve into this stuff. What what figure do we want to go over first? I think we have uh, a lot to cover since we waited a while on this. But probably the logical thing is to go through it in the order of release, I would think. Well, if you want to be boring like that. <laughs> <laughs> kidding. I'm kidding. Let's well, yeah, not spend much time though on the on the first couple since we did briefly cover those right ready uh, especially things like king gray skull i mean there's really not a lot going on there <laughs> even though it is the longest bio i think we've gotten to date actually that's because it's the love child <laughs> it's like well, we love King Grayskull. We will make him awesome. We will name our movie King Grayskull. We will name our child King Grayskull. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't like him. I can't. I, he's one character. It's very hard for me to be objective on. Very hard. I am. I am. Uh, I, I think Hero was a better character. Um, I, I I don't have the animosity toward King Grayskull that you do. I I certainly understand uh, the fans that don't like him, but I just don't necessarily share that opinion. I think he's okay. He's he's a a perfectly um, acceptable character for the for the mythos. And of course, my argument has always been not necessarily do I like Hero because he's from the you know classic or because you know he already existed. Whether or not he existed, existed. You know what I mean? Right. But my main problem is they could have had Hero and named him King Grayskull. I wouldn't have had uh, much trouble with that, actually. I have no problem with the name. It's it's just that he is a carbon copy of He-Man that's beefier. And he has the same type of battle cat, again, that's like twice the size of regular battle cat. To me, it just cheapens it. And people say, well, don't. Doesn't She-Ra cheapen He-Man? No. She-Ra's female. She doesn't look like He-Man. If they made King or or Queen Crystal or something for the Crystal <laughs> Castle, and she looked like She-Ra, I would be like, that is stupid. Where is Light Hope or the first ones or something like that? You know what I mean? Yeah. That's, that's my problem. With yeah, that. I mean, that's a perfectly legitimate um, argument. I, I, I have no uh, issues with that. I, I, again, I just I don't have quite the animosity. It, it works... Okay, it for me, I think part of um, part of why I'm more okay with it than I might otherwise be is the fact that it sort of fixes what was one of my big complaints in the Mike Young mythology, which was that uh, the you know the King Randor was not part of a royal lineage exactly. He was a you know the captain Randor that uh, was put in place as king when the elders disappeared. Um, and I didn't, I never liked that in the Mike Young series. I liked the idea of this is the Royal family. They have been the Royal family for a long period of time and having King Grayskull be, uh, introduced as, as an ancestor and a, a former King and all that sort of thing sort of repaired that, uh, problem for me in the, in the Mike Young series. Well, yeah, that's a, that's a good way to look at it. Like, like, like I said, though, I would have been fine if they would have changed Hero's name say to King Grayskull or if they had King Grayskull but he just didn't look like you know I would have even been fine if maybe he looked more like Randor maybe he didn't have blonde hair maybe he had you know brown hair or something I mean mm-hmm. simple little things like that but you know why well, can't erase it but <laughs> the, the great thing though is they do mention Hero 
in King Grayskull's biography. So that set up that we knew heroes coming eventually. Right? Right. Right. <laughs> Moving on, as they say, um, since we got to go through these first ones pretty quick. Um, He-Man uh, was the next release. And uh, the only real change there, right, is our real name. They added the House of Randor to it. Which it was kind of weird uh, as well. I mean, unless we're going to just say that all of the, uh, you know, normal human attorneys are of the house of whatever their father's name was. I, I mean, yeah, it's a little bit that is a little bit strange because Randor was clearly Randor's first name. Yeah. So it's a little bit strange, but acceptable. Although it's like, um, isn't it like that in some countries? I think it's where they use the first name, not the last name. Could be. Could be. I think so. Like in, um, I want to say Russian. Like when you're saying, like, I'm his son or I'm the son of. Well, yeah, we have a lot of names in, in English. I mean, uh, you know, uh, Samson is like derived from son of Sam or whatever. Yeah. So um we have you know we do have names like that so i i suppose it's it's acceptable it just it, i know when that bio first came out i thought it was a little strange but not what? not objectionable by any means yeah now this bio though doesn't um it's man at arms bio that mentions something else well, I think, no. isn't it uh, He-Man's uh, bio that mentions the, the Techno-Vest? Yeah, the Techno-Vest. Um, with a built-in force field to fight evil, but Adam has since learned to combine both halves of the Power Sword. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, see, that's kind of like throwing in like early mini-comic Yeah, stuff. well, th- this is where the origin of the whole Prince Adam-He-Man thing is getting convoluted in, in yeah. the classics, in my opinion. Yeah, I would have. I know there's a lot of fans of the mini comics or the original mini comics and He Man's a Barbarian. That's fine and dandy. It existed. I don't ignore it. However, the mini comics, while were packaged with the figures, those first ones, they kind of rank kind of low, uh, in my opinion, on the list. I mean, Filmation is basically the top because that was the biggest promotional vehicle for them. But even then, the. Uh, other mini comics kind of ignored the the first mini comics right and uh the thing too with the um i don't know i'd see my my that aside the, my problem with the techno vest thing is okay we've got and I, I realize i'm jumping a little bit ahead but we ha- kind of have to in order to discuss this i think you've got adam using a techno vest with the shield until he combines both halves of the power sword and then loses them so man in arms constructs a third sword so that he can continue turning. It just it makes that whole origin story extremely convoluted. Yeah, and I'm not down with the whole we can just create a sword to Exactly. Kind of- What's yes. that about? Yes, Thank I agree. Thank you. I mean, I can't wait. I can't wait to read Shira's or Adora, whichever figure comes out first. Um biography. Because, I mean, is she going to have the Sword of She now instead of the Sword of Protection? I mean, there are so many things they're throwing out here. I really hope that they have this whole thing mapped out so that it actually maybe makes sense once all the figures are released. <laughs> I, I really hope she, and I, this is just strictly speculation, and, and I realize that you could argue that it's already been contradicted, but I think there's still room for it. I would actually like to see Shira's sword be 
maybe not exactly the same, but derived from the sword that's coming with Hero. That makes the most sense. I actually, you can make that argument too, because they're making his sword blue now, which they're saying is like a throwback to the weapons pack or whatever. Right. But if you want to go like, eh, 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 you could say like, well, maybe that's the jewel. You know, the, exactly. the jewel of Shira's is actually the sword of he and all this stuff. I well, don't know. I mean, it, it could it could make for a very interesting story if they connect everything properly. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. And you have to admit, I mean, his name is really close to hers. So Yes, his name is Ro. Or, but my worries is I don't want to find out somehow, you know, Shira, Dora doesn't exist or something and her name is Ra. <laughs> Yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't want any of that stuff. Or, or, or is she going to be like Adora from the House of Ra, and then not even related to? Yeah, Adam I, I don't. Something? I really seriously doubt that because they've got they, they they that would upset too many fans. The whole point that they, according to Mattel with the classics line, is to be all inclusive. And I think um, if you eliminate Adora or you make her not Adam's sister. You're going to alienate uh, a lot of friends as far as it, the canon goes. They'll probably mm-hmm. most of them will still buy the figures and everything. But um, I think they, I think I really do think they're trying to please as many people as possible. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, moving on. Uh, Beast Man. We did cover him in a previous <laughs> podcast. That went over very well because his name is Raquil Graz. Raquel Rachaz, I think it is. Yeah, we thought it was Raquel Welsh, but... (laughs) uh, uh, His origin is basically what we've already seen. There's not any big big changes there anyway, so... Beast Man. And I like his name, whatever you guys think. Um, I don't like his name, but I do like names that we'll get to. Um, I don't like his name because it is not easy to pronounce. Well, it's and not have, supposed to be. He's a no. he is a beast. He is a, a creature. It makes more sense that it would be difficult for a human to pronounce his name. Well, I understand your point there, but they can still make it easier for us to do. I mean, I don't like things where they make it difficult. Like when I see people that want to be celebrities and they have these wacky names that if you look at it, you have no way how to say it. You can't become a household name if I can't say your name. So I, I, I use sort of that loose type principle with this type of stuff. I'm like, I, to me, it's a little, some of the names go overboard on how can we make a freaky looking art, you know, ancient looking name or something. It seems like it's putting too much effort into it. So it's not maybe, becoming maybe, but I will I will submit that in doing that with that character in, in particular, they have, um, I think, uh, eliminated some of the silliness to the name Beast Man. If you really stop and think about it, okay. But here's the thing: I don't I don't like about that either. He Man, that is the property Masters of the Universe. Okay, we have Beast Man, we have Merman, we have all these da 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 da. I don't really think we need to have Lee. I mean, you have Spider-Man. His name's Spider-Man. You have a goblin that's green. They call him Green Goblin. I mean, it's not rocket science and all those <laughs> things. Like, you know, it's just like Iron Man. Okay, I wear a big iron suit. We're going to call him Iron Man. You know what I yeah. mean? It's it's well, no, no, no. But what I mean is, if you're if you're looking at it from a from a fantasy property sort of thing, I'm not saying there's anything anything wrong that they should change Beast Man's name. I'm just saying it makes sense that he would have gotten and ended up getting a name like that or being called that by 
Skeletor, whoever dubbed him that, because they got tired of trying to pronounce his real name. <laughs> That's my the point. Thing, the thing, too, is what they tried to do with the Mike Young show and what they're doing in these bios, too, is showing that these characters are not the sole type of person, that there are races of these characters. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of indifferent on that as well. I mean, it, you know, I kind of think it's like, I think in the Masters Universe live action movie, they, they whenever they introduce Skeletor's uh, minions, they say the Beast Man or something like that. It's kind of more grand, like he is the only one like this. That is why he is the Beast Man. And then you have, say, this dude that's like half man, half fish. That's why we call him Merman. You know what I mean? It's kind of like one of those things. I don't know if I really like that there are like now races of beast men and there's races of, you know, the Websters and stuff like that. Yeah, I agree. Um, I mean, with certain ones, it works, but it may only seem to work because we're kind of used to the classic. Because you got to remember, as far back as the original 80s line, we had, you know, we had the, avi- the avions and we had, uh, you know, Merman's, you know, his little kingdom under the sea and all that. You know, we have had the idea of those races previously for some of them for for the ones like you're talking about like uh, web store and uh, beast man in particular you always got the idea that they were the only ones or at, at the very least the only ones on eternia that maybe skeletor summoned them there from somewhere else mm-hmm. kind of thing and i definitely prefer that so I'm, i think i'm with you on that one yeah i mean and like i said i'm not opposed to these names at all it's just I would like them to be spelled better or something. <laughs> um, note to Mattel's copywriter. Okay. Uh, moving on. We have Skeletor, whose real name is Keldor. Haven't heard that one before. <laughs> um, and it, it really – his biography um, – Can we please, based- please, please destroy Demo Man? Well, no, but, but – Breaking news, right? Um, Mattel said they found documents where, with Demo Man. Yeah. So it's not. I will. I totally forgive Demo Man. Print me out the sheet of paper that says Demo Man on it. <laughs> Mattel, I check it off and say A plus. Good job, Mister Researcher, because that kind of stuff I love. You know, if, if Skeletor was originally going to be called Demo Man or whatever I think it, it was, something like that. I'm fine with that. Demo Man. I think in the last podcast, I, we made fun of it. We made fun of Demo Man. I've come to terms with Demo Man. I, I will say this. I would – and I almost wish they were doing this. Instead of instead of adding that into the bio, I think it actually might have been cool with all this research that they were they were doing. And I realize this would add cost and there's a, lot, a hundred different reasons why they would, wouldn't do this. But it would have been cool if they could have included some little like just a single sheet printout folded up in the box – um, with information, a little bit of the history, like they, they posted recently, um, you know, like the fact that they found the, the Demo Man uh, info in the archives and that kind of thing. Well, um, that, the, lo- I love knowing that now. I don't yeah. really like the fact that it's now part of this classics um, canon. Remember, so. down, as the line continues, and if they continue to sell out, maybe we'll see other types of merchandise on Maddie's site. Who knows? Maybe they would print up some type of book we could buy. That would, that would be very cool. I mean, I know people would say, oh, they'll never do that because it, you know, it costs too much money and it costs this much to print this. Or, yeah, the line's you know, doing like, well. They were doing like a poster. It would cost too much. Blah, blah, blah. But you know what? Anything's possible. It's possible. doesn't mean it's going to happen. But, you know, just throw the idea out there. They can pay me my fee for giving them the idea. <laughs> oh, wait. Was the Josh's idea. Make a buck. Make a buck. 
<laughs> Might have been yours. I'm just going to steal it, though. That's all right. But, uh, you can uh, have it. Yeah, I've come to terms with Demo Man. See, I'm a very reasonable person. <laughs> <laughs> I've come to but terms you with still Demo have Man. issues with King Grayskull, but Demo no, Man is okay. <laughs> Once I was informed. Yes, because Demo Man is from back in the day. It was already there. Yeah, yeah, see, you and I, I think, do very much differ on that because you're, to me, I, it doesn't, it's irrelevant what is, you know, or almost irrelevant what is part of the vintage mythos. I sort of, I've sort of always been one to pick and choose. I like this from this, I like this from this, and it doesn't matter necessarily where it came from. I just don't like the, the Demo Man oh. name, mostly because it makes me think of like a hippie guy with a guitar. Making demos in his garage. That's that's <laughs> what I picture when I hear the name. So Well, I'm open to things. Like, I love the faceless one. I thought that was brilliant. That was great, yes. You know, even though he kind of was like Mask of the Phantasm with his, like, floating and, oh, I will kill you, Chucky Saul, or whatever. But um, <laughs> that was my Mask of the Phantasm voice, and it was very poor. <laughs> but, um... Uh, like, there are a lot of things like that. I, I'm more so against adding things we don't need. I mean, my big gripe is King Grayskull, something that was added that I don't feel was needed because it's a carbon copy. But let's not argue about that again. How many podcasts did we do where I had to argue about King Grayskull? <laughs> <laughs> Moving on, um, we have Faker, um, who apparently doesn't have a real name, so I'm kind of sad for him. I know I personally name all of the robots I build. <laughs> And how many really robots job. have you built? Oh, about, you know, none. <laughs> yeah. But I, I would name them. I, I think it would have been cool to give him a name like, um, you know, kind of like the, uh, like a lot of sci-fi, um, like Star Wars type names where it's just like letters and numbers, like he was this model or, you know, that kind Ooh, of thing. Yeah. That would have been that really cool. X4219 well, or something. So, I mean, how can you do a bio for a robot? He's a robot from a junkyard. I mean, it's at least better than, I'll give them that, the Filmation cartoon where that's what really caught me. He's in an episode called The Shaping Staff, right? Where the staff can, like, change things into other things, whatever. Um, you would think then Skeletor would be seeking the, 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 the Shaping Staff to make He-Man, to make the duplicate He-Man. Ah, oh, but No. He just makes a new He-Man. He's just like, I will create a figure. <laughs> so this origin is better than that. So there you go. See, I'm not going with the classic on Faker. <laughs> I'm going with the Mike Young plot line that was never in the episodes. Didn't make it yet. Anywho, Stratos. Now here's what I love. Stratos, they don't rename him because Stratos is already a cool name. It they is just a added. Name. Of the House of Avian. So. And he's always, I I know a lot of fans, uh, well, some fans will agree. A lot of fans disagree. I love Stratos. He was always one of my favorite characters. And I'm glad and they didn't I, give him a, any other name. And one thing, it's, 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 it's very uh, confusing on what they're allowed to use and what they're not allowed to use. Because when we get to Hordak's bio, uh, which everyone already knows, they mentioned someone named Horde Supreme. We're assuming that's Horde Prime. But we're thinking maybe they can't use Horde Prime because of the the weird way the rights are. But, I mean, there's a lot of Filmation stuff here in Stratos's biography, like Mystic Mountains. That's Filmation. Avian, wasn't that Filmation, too? Actually, I I'm, think 
I, I could be wrong on this. I thought the Mystic Mountain slash Avion stuff came from the the DC comics that were, you know, the, the series that they did shortly I before Filmation. I think, I think, though, the Mystic Mountains were even in the Filmation Bible. Right. But that was post the DC miniseries. Yeah, but I can't, I don't remember if they were in the D. I'd have to go back and look. I'm not positive, but I think they are. I think mm. they are. Well, if so, then maybe that that flies. But um, it's just interesting because I'd love to go back and, and tally all the stuff that's being mentioned and, and see. Although, I mean, they were able to use like the Diamond Ray of Disappearance and stuff. So, in the, in the well, in the Mike Young series, they got they got permission to use a lot of filmation stuff. Um, they worked out some deal. I mean, they even packaged filmation cartoons with some of the figures. We got uh, Count Marzo and Evil Seed, and you know they, they did. Um, they I, I, they clearly got permission to do um, a lot of that. I mean, just the the beginning was basically based on the series bible for yeah, filmation. Well, that, that's why too it actually might have to do more with the Shira rights because if you recall, for example, they haven't mentioned anything about the Fright Zone and Hordak's quote unquote sanctuary um, was in the uh, one of the Mike Young episodes, and they never refer to it as the Fright Zone. You know, I always thought any. I always thought Despondos was going to turn out eventually to be sort of the modern uh, version of the Fright Zone. Could be. I mean, no mention of Etheria either. I will be. That's why I can't wait to read the Adora and or Shira biography. That's going to be the mind blower. I think. And I think I think we will see a lot of stuff because you got to remember at that point, even though there were a lot of discrepancies, um, a lot of the basis that was in the filmation cartoon was used in the mini comics, which should give them free reign with a lot of it. I think so. Well, we're approaching the last figure I believe that we talked about on the previous podcast, which was Merman Squidish Rex, the name I love. I <laughs> love the name Squidish Rex. I hate it. It's so easy to pronounce. It's all <laughs> phonetically spelled for me. It is, it is great. He's Squidish Rex. How awesome is that? I'm going to name my first child Squidish Rex. No, it is a horrible, horrible. I, I can go with the Rex thing uh, because that's what, like king or something in, in Latin or Greek or I don't know what it is, but it's okay. okay I can accept that. But the, the Squidish is just ridiculous. Come on, they they could do better than that. They could. Do it's better, better than Jar Jar Binks. So <laughs> anything is better than Jar Jar Binks. So that's not much of a comparison there. I uh, yeah. Oh, God. Seriously, when I read that, I was like, maybe, maybe I can get on board with these new names if they start spelling them like I can say them and <laughs> and doing awesome things like Squidish Rex. Uh, Katie, where do you stand on Squidish Rex? It it. it oh. I'm, I'm torn. I used to hate it, and now I'm starting to actually like it a little. Uh, it just, it fits him. If you yeah. think of him in the water, it just squidish, you know, it, it, it fits. It uh. totally fits. And I'm thinking of him, too, like, remember when he was in the Mike Young episode, whichever part, one, two, three, eight, nine, seven of the Mike Young movie, where he, like, comes out of that, like, little pool or something in Snake Mountain, and he has the, um, the Cordite crystal or whatever is in his hand. And he has all this like gunk on him, and he comes out. And it's like, it's like ah, it's Squidish Rex. Oh. <laughs> totally. Well, you know, they also mention, if I recall correctly, in uh, in Merman's bio, the Sea of Rakash. Yes, which was apparently on filmation maps, 
and in the Mike Young series. Yes, it was in the Mike Young, so I expected them to be able to keep yeah to keep that. I do like that the Sea of Rakash. Awesome. Yeah, I do too. Very cool name. Also a good um, name for a child, Rakash. <laughs> you are gonna have some really screwed up kids. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> the real names I have picked out for them aren't much better. So <laughs> anyway, I'm not giving them out though because then people will steal them. That's right. Um, yeah, they totally will. So I'm watching all you or I'm listening. <laughs> watching and listening. All right. <laughs> now we're going on to good old Zodak, um, who is not um, an African-American character anymore like he was in the Mike Young uh, cartoon. Nor does he have – and this actually made me mad. I was hoping they would still put the cool blue like energy markings on his skin. Mm-hmm. But they didn't do that either. I would have been fine with that and if they would have kept him um, the same skin tone as the Mike Young. No complaints there. Um, but the one thing they added is his, uh, his – now he has a last name, or at least I would assume it's a last name, Zur. And I'm fine with that. I have no feeling on that really much one way or the other. Yeah, I'm indifferent. It yeah. doesn't bother me. Can I just uh, really uh, to totally – not to derail the, the bios talk, but just uh, I mentioned that uh, you know, Zodak was a recent figure – I have, you know, showed off my collection to uh, many family members and the like. Everyone has the same reaction to Zodak, and uh, so it's, it's, I've gotten a little bit of a strong uh, opinion on this now. They really, really should have colored his gloves instead oh. of leaving them skin tone, because everyone's reaction to it is, that looks really ridiculous. <laughs> I have to look at him again now. Hang well, on. His original figure didn't have, I mean, it was... Right, I understand that, but they're, they're, they have tried to make these a little more realistic looking, and it's like, he, it's like he's wearing human skin gloves, is what it <laughs> basically... I didn't even notice that. And everybody who I've shown it to, their, their immediate reaction is, what is up with his arms? And, it's, <laughs> and I'm just, you know, hey, come on, they, they should have, I understand the nostalgia and all, but come on, guys. Yeah, that's kind of weird. Well, and now that I've pointed it out, it's going to creep out a lot of people. Yeah, it totally is. Thanks, Josh. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> One thing uh, that needs to mention, in, in his biography, we hear about the overlords of Trolla. Trolla, of course, being Orko's native land. Yay! Um, so I like the mention of Trolla. Um, I don't know if I like overlords of Trolla having anything to do with anything. Just because I didn't like whomever the Trollan person was that helped King Grayskull um, in the Powers of Grayskull episode. Um, I would have liked him if his name was Uncle Montork, but I believe he was nameless. What, what was he yeah. called? What was he called? Uh, he was called something, and I can't remember. Uh, the Oracle. Oracle. There you go. Oracle. Yes. Um, which I guess he still could have been Montork the Oracle, but they just maybe couldn't use the Well, name. yeah. Was it, what was the name of the, in the Filmation series? Like the Council and uh, Trolla? What were they? They had a title, I think, for the Council there. Mm. Mm, I don't remember. I haven't watched that. I'm, I haven't watched any of those episodes in a while. Yeah, I can't remember. Um, I was wondering if maybe it's this sort of a throwback to that. I, they certainly weren't called the Overlords by any means, but... Um, uh, and you know they can only use so much from the filmation series. So I thought maybe they were they were trying to uh, not you know a nod to that uh, group ruling over Trolla. But I mean, I kind of I mean, in a way, I like it connecting things like that. But 
I don't know how much of a role I want Trolla to play. That's just personal opinion. I mean, that that's the only problem I personally uh, would have with it. I just I don't know because I'm not a big Orko fan. Um, I, mean, I like, I like Orko. Orko and all, but you know I like Gwildor more. Oh, jeez. And, uh, oh, <laughs> <laughs> and um, don't get me wrong, I like Orko, but I I like. I like Gwildor and Lucky. So would you would like you prefer, prefer a character named Gwildorko? <laughs> no. Gwildorki. But I welcome <laughs> I welcome Gwildor as a classics uh figure. Because he's awesome. <laughs> I never I never had the vintage Gwildor and I it would, hurt, it would hurt to pay 28 bucks for a... The Tones. A classic Gwildor. Only oh. one of you, Kevin. Only one of anybody. <laughs> please, um... Please... Please release Gwildor. I'd love Only her. Only if he comes with a pet cow. That would be awesome. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Guys, guys, guys. <laughs> I, I really, I mean, I don't mind if they make a Gwildor, because I do want the new line to be all-inclusive, yeah, but... You still buy him, even if he's wearing... Yeah, yeah, uh, I would. Boa <laughs> and that Hawaiian shirt or whatever that he has on. Yes! In <sighs> and the feather boa and the hat. Exactly. I would, And he uh, can come in a pink car. <sighs> and have a little key that plays music when you press a button on it. Yeah. He could be like... Be so cool. Oh, when you push the button, it would be like... Mm, the uh, cosmic key music. Exactly. <laughs> that would rock. <sighs> the only thing I that kind of makes I me wish I had the classic Gwildor or the original series, whatever, uh, 80s Gwildor, is that I'd like to see the cosmic key. Because I never, you know, the movie came out after I lost my vision, so it'd be cool to uh, see what the key looked like. Uh, well, they were supposed to make a, uh, you know, an actual large scale key, too. Really? It's in the Mattel catalog of the stuff that never came out. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm sure there's a scan of it um, online. I would scan it for you, but it would take me forever to find that catalog in one of my boxes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I can Google it. Yeah, I would Google that. That would be my suggestion. So now we're coming to the best character ever created in Masters of the Universe. Notice I said best, not foxiest. <laughs> um, Hordak. I don't have mine yet. It's being held hostage, not hostage. Uh, so the big thing about Hordak is his name is now Hector Kerr. Hmm. Discuss. I will formulate my opinion when you are done. <laughs> I am glad that there's a little hyphen between Heck and Tor. Because if it was just Hector, no. But Hector, eh, maybe it's doable. Yeah, for me, I don't hate it, but um, I think they could have done better. I, I think more than the Hector part, I don't like the Kur part unless they end up trying to draw some sort of correlation between him and Zodak Zor. Because if I'm not mistaken, they're spelled the same with one letter difference. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, and it's it's uh, so it seemed like a little bit of a, a lack of creativity um, <laughs> As far as that one, it's like, ooh, we've got Zor, let's have Kur, and next month we'll have Jur. And, uh, you know, yeah, so that part of it bothered me more than the Hector. I can I can accept the, the Hector part. I don't think it was their, 
you know, crowning achievement by any stretch, and but I can, yeah. I can, I can deal with it. Well, here's my problem. Um, I don't think Hordak needs a real name. I think Hordak is fine. Ah, listen to reasoning. Mm-hmm. Um, Horde Supreme, who is mentioned in the uh, in in the uh, description, um, I could be on board with him having a name because Horde Prime slash Horde Supreme sounds more like a title. Um, that sounds more like I am captain of the ship or whatever. Whereas, but the Horde, people in the Horde are very vain and they like to put their face on everything, if you recall. So, that's why I believe that Horde Superior would name him his son something like Hordak. Makes sense. Here is where, though, uh, I can deviate from that. If there is a reason for him not to be named Hordak. Is he Hector Kerr because he's trying to be sneaky? I don't know. I always like liked if Hordak was a fallen elder, but it doesn't really seem like that because the bio says he was Hecto, Hector Kerr um, battling Hero. And Hero is good, so I assume everyone already knows Hector Kerr is bad. So I would have just left him named Hordak. The thing I do like about the biography is it kind of makes the Horde sound more the way they sounded in the She-Ra cartoon and not as much as how they were in the mini-comics. So I like that more because the Horde is supposed to be a vast empire of evil. Yeah, you have some fair points there. The, the Hordak name, though, I, I've always, since since early, you know childhood, when the Horde came along and I was seven or whatever thought of it as a title not his name so i mean i think that was definitely the uh i think you're the, the only process. person that has ever said to me they thought of hordak as a title i've always thought of it as a title i've never heard that before wow hmm. yeah me neither sorry <laughs> a, poll, a poll should be conducted <laughs> well, it's just like you know like it's hordak stratos i mean kind of i don't know why you would have thought it was a title when everyone else because had a because name. it was the evil horde and to me you know horde is an actual word it's a yeah. it's it, it makes sense to to me hordak as leader of them that was his title because they were the horde not you know sort of but like then why did you get a name like everyone else why well there's you... lots of characters that only have titles mad at arms is his title and that's what but they went by on on the package but his real name was duncan yes and they put that in there they Duncan. did. So, I mean, but it, they never called Hordak anything else. No, that's, and that's true. But I, it was still my assumption as a child, anyway. Ah, uh, time to put you in remedial reading. Oh. <laughs> I mean, you got to remember as well. I think probably, I think probably adding to that was the was also the fact that in the filmation cartoon, the Horde was so militaristic. You know, we had Force Captain Adora. You know, it was definitely, um, you know, and eventually yeah. Force Captain Catra. You know, it was definitely, you know, militaristic. So for it to be a title yes. makes more sense. But again, Force Captain Adora, title and name. True. But, I mean, if you've got a, um, if you've got Mad at Arms, a lot of people didn't say Mad at Arms Duncan. No. <laughs> because it would sound <laughs> but ridiculous. They, but they still called him Duncan. That may be, but they... I'm just, I'm real confused on the whole Hordak as a title. I've never I, heard I, I, I mean, I'm sure I, there are probably other people that maybe thought that, but I don't see why 
the logic would say that that was a title. Yeah, I, I think you can argue it both ways pretty evenly. So I wouldn't say evenly. <laughs> That's because you want to be right. But if you want to go with evenly, we'll just move on to Man at Arms. Uh, <laughs> whose real name, thankfully, is still Duncan. Yay. Uh, they could have done Duncan of the House of Hines. <laughs> oh, wow. Ching. All right. Yeah. No, I prefer the House of McLeod. Duncan McLeod. I don't know who that is. Sorry. Oh, Highlander. Oh, so I never watched that. Or, or what's the guy, uh, you know, the guy from Voyager and, and the, the Masters movie? Something Duncan. I forgot, yeah. Um, Robert Duncan Rob McNeil, Duncan right? Duncan McNeil. Yeah. Yes. I love him. He's awesome. Because yeah. he's in Star Trek. He's in Star Trek and the original Masters movie. So that automatically makes him awesome. Exactly. True. And that's why Friends is doubly awesome because you have two people on. <laughs> that's right. That's right. And Wait a minute. Two people. Yeah, the sorceress plays Courtney Cox's mom on Friends. Oh, that's awesome. It's all full circle, ain't it? Yeah. <laughs> totally. <laughs> um, it, it's not big, big anything in, in um, if I could speak, Man-at-Arms biography. We get, you know, your usual stuff. I don't know, you know, he's trained by uh, Decker and, you know, the great unrest is in there and all that fun Mike Young production stuff. Um, I actually always liked The Great Unrest, if we would have ever found out more information about it. Uh, yeah, me too. I like the title, The Great Unrest. <laughs> Perhaps they were restless because Shiro wasn't around to do something, or Hero wasn't around, I don't know. <laughs> well, yeah, and in his bio, they they talk about the him making the other power sword. I thought we weren't going to mention that because that's bull. <laughs> well, here's what you got this great power, but we can just make a sword to do we the can same just thing. Make a sword to do the same thing. Cut, talk about taking out the mystery. We don't need everything explained. Yeah, yeah I'm totally I, I'm totally with you on that. I I am I am happy uh, in a non-canon standpoint that they are including uh, a 2002 style sword with man at arms for those people who who do like that sword though. I think that's that was a pretty neat move. I, we did not need the the storyline. Uh, you know, let let the people who like the sword swap it out if they want on their display. Um, yeah, they could have just put it with man at arms. Exactly, as his sword that was there. Exactly. I mean, it just kind of. I just. I, you Especially, know, he comes with all these weapons already. Yeah, and it's just I love the mystery. Like in Secret of the Sword, the sword of protection just appears to the sorceress. I mean, she saw it before in Origin the Sorceress. It was shown to her. But it's not like, you know, it was just hanging around Grayskull. It was, like, hidden. And then when the time came, you know, the sword appeared to her. I mean, it's just a little mystery. Much better. Yeah, I completely agree. So, uh, we're b- b- basically fine with uh, Man-at-Arms, their biography. That's it's all stuff, basically, we know going on. So we have Triclops, who's an evil spy for Skeletor, because he's that evil. And he's not ruthless. He's only evil. Uh, <laughs> This real name, another one I accept, um, just because it is kind of a, a jump off of the Filmation Bible where he was named T.E. Scope. Now we just find out that T.E. is, what, Tridor Asonix? I don't know how to say it. Again, hard pronunciations. You know what they should have on these figures is a pronunciation thing in parentheses, you know? Like, <laughs> like a dictionary. Yeah. Or, like, you could be, like, dictionary.com, not to plug them, um, but, you know, you can click the little uh, speaker button, 
and it'll pronounce it for you. There you go. Well, that's um, what we need. Motudictionary.com. Yes. <laughs> Register that. <laughs> um. <laughs> oh, that's, that's He's totally going to go do it now. <laughs> no, no, that just totally made me lose my, <laughs> my Sorry. train of thought on the clock. Someone else speak. <laughs> Wait, is Triclops out yet? Not yet. He comes out in August. Okay. Okay. And he no, comes with the secret decoder ring. I mean, the gray skull ring. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah, the gray skull ring. It glows in the dark too, just like the original. It's very cool. Very cool. I had that as a kid. I am very much looking forward to that uh, coming with it. It's apparently supposed to open up like the original one did too. Oh, good. Which well, is cool. I, I that I mean that sold me on Triclops. Not that I wasn't going to buy him, but <laughs> Triclops has always been one of my favorite characters. Anyway, yeah, I've always liked uh, Triclops. I especially, especially liked him in the Mike Young cartoon. A uh, little overuse of de- Doom Seekers, um, but I could get over that. Yeah, Triclops was was definitely. Uh... But it's a it's a nice mix of uh you know a, kind of like a reference to the filmation um just with the name. Um, and then, you know, the mini comics and um, stuff like that. Hey, quick, um, the, quick the, question. Quick question. You uh, you were saying that you liked Triclops particularly in the Mike Young yes. series. I think, and I'm wondering if, if we all would be in agreement on this, I think Triclops is one of the only characters where I think the filmation depiction is my least favorite. I actually would put the mini comics and then Mike Young above filmation um, as far as the characterization goes. Yeah, he doesn't do much in Filmation. He really doesn't, and he's really uh, kind of bland. Yeah, I, he doesn't. He was much better written in the Mike Young show, and, yeah. and all, the mini-comics, too, but I mean, in you know... Yeah, I loved him see- in the mini-comics as a kid. That was... I, I was a huge Triclops fan then, so... The one thing that is weird is that um, when the He-Man comics were coming out in uh, the 2000s from MV Creations, there was a Triclops origin comic. Um, but the biography doesn't seem to follow anything that happened um, in the comic. So well, except for the fact that he's blind, right? That's in the, uh, that's in the yeah, bio. That, that, and that was in the comic. That, yeah, that was in the comic. But I mean, as far as, I mean, basically you already had a biography played out. Right. So that was a bit, that was interesting, um, just because that would have been new information from Mattel, um, you know, when they were doing the Mike Young show. So it was interesting. I, I thought that that was kind of ignored. Um, next, we have the original King Grayskull. His name is Hero. Real name, <laughs> Ro, short for Roseanne. Um, no, it's just Ro. Um, his original name is supposed to be Gray. I understand why they changed it because you already have King Grayskull. But yet, this is yet another wonderful example of why we should not have King Grayskull. Because now <laughs> we have to change Hero, whose name was already Gray, and you could have used the whole setup with the castle because his name was Gray. They could have done this on the Mike Young. I believe I made this argument probably in episode whatever podcast we did for the um, Mike Young show. Yeah, I think um, you you made it the argument many many times actually. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's just his name was it's so easy. I don't know why they had to make it complicated. I don't know why it had to be complicated, but it did. So I have to move on. Well, well here here here's my suggestion: either 
do what we were just talking about and use Hero as some sort of uh, springboard for She-Ra. So you've got the Grayskull and, and Hero being the counterparts for He-Man and She-Ra. I would, that would make it acceptable to me. Or, yeah. what, or what they should have done and should have done and didn't was, and this, this also would have worked well, is had Hero be um, in this new mythos, because we don't necessarily have to follow Mike Young Productions, even though they mostly did for King Grayskull. They could have had Hero sort of be what King Grayskull became when he got the power and possibly what he is as the spirit of Grayskull after his death kind of thing. They could have gone that route as well, combined the two, and been done with it. Um, They didn't have to split them. And one of the things, too, is it's a little confusing here, too, because now Hero has what's called the Sword of Heat, and he gives the sword... That was the Sword of Life. To... No. Wasn't it the Sword of Life? No. Hero, in the new biography, has... The Sword of He. I must have read it wrong. Okay, sorry. Uh, but yeah, yeah, that's all right. He has the Sword of He, um, and he ends up giving it to King Grayskull. But I don't think it's the Power Sword. I don't know. It's all confusing. I don't know what it is, to tell you the truth. <laughs> um, I don't know. That's what's confusing me, because now we have the Sword of He. We have the Sword that... We have the two halves of the power sword that they mention. So that's kind of like old, old school mini comic. I mean, unless right those are supposed to actually be Grayskull's sword and Hero's sword, and those are the two halves. No, but I, they said, you know, in He Man's biography, it says combined both halves of the power sword. Okay? So you have two halves of a power sword. You have a sword that Man-at-Arms created. Now you have the Sword of He. That's why, I mean, it would make sense if the Sword of He somehow has something to do with She-Ra. Although I would definitely not want She-Ra to hold the Sword of He. Um, (laughs) That's just a little weird. Um, But then when it lists out his accessories, it calls it the Power Sword. I think they don't even know what they're doing yet with that. It, It... uh, to me, I think that it would make much more sense if it's if it is one of the two halves. That would be that that would make the story kind of come together a little bit better, and then we can give it to Shira when she comes along. Well, I mean, I like the whole thing because they could have the sword of he and the sword of she, oh, the sword of he and the sword of she. That's why I I do wonder if you know if if Shira would be, have a different a very different type of origin where she doesn't receive the sword of protection. <sighs> I really hope not. I mean, I mean, because if you think about it, look at even like with Hero, they chose Ro as his his as his name instead of something different. I mean, I mean, He Man's real name isn't Man. I mean, it's Adam. <laughs> so you would think, you, you know what I mean? It's, so it's like, okay, Hero, why did they pick Ro as the as the name? I mean, did did he get named because they were like, oh, he is Ro, and they're like, oh, his name's Hero? No, you know what I mean? It's just weird because you know He Man is Adam, and it's just. Why did they pick Ro? Ro, so close to Ra. Well, she because, Ra. yeah. It's like, I mean, the Ro thing, you could argue, well, his real name was Ro, and when he did all these heroic things, then, you know, the people of Eternia started calling him Hero as a play on words or something, I suppose. But, yeah, I mean, you've definitely got got a point. It, it does seem like the story's getting awfully... Okay, so we've got the two halves of the Power Sword, 
we have the mechanical sword and we have hero sword we think yes which would be four swords and and i will note i mean they all look different i mean he-man's sword is gray um obviously the techno sword looks like the mike young uh sword and and uh can't speak hero's sword is blue with stars on it maybe they'll uh you know we got four swords maybe we'll combine two of them for for the sword of he <laughs> eventually he-man's sword and two for the sword of, for she-ra's sword i don't know it's very, 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 very convoluted, it seems well, like. And the thing, too, is, I mean, now Hero isn't related to Adam and Adora like he was in the classic line, if you read the you know licensing right. information. Now he was transported to Eternia by a guy named Horde Supreme, who we're assuming, um, that's a big assume, too, because with the, you don't know, uh, is <laughs> Horde Prime, Um I do like that he was infected with a techno uh, virus. Yeah, because that definitely plays up the the technological part of the horde that we got yeah. in the filmation series, and not so much in anything else. And I like that as well. Yeah, exactly. Because in Mike Young, while Hordak still had his many horde troopers, he used magic. You know, he didn't do any of his transforming. You know, you know his arm into. Well, a you could you could argue that that was true in the filmation series only because we knew that Skeletor was taught by Hordak. So we knew Hordak had a certain amount of magic at one point. I always kind of yeah. figured that once he became more of a cyborg and less of a human, he lost most of his magic over time. Yeah, and you know he did, he seemed because he thought that you know the technology was just the better way to go. Right. Exactly. Um. So kudos for him with the technology, but it's this. This bio kind of was the most upsetting just because it, it's just confusing me with everything. And I mean, I can understand you can't have Hero's original basic origin because of King Grayskull. But it's just these other things where he has a different sword. I don't know. So be, that's why I said I really feel, and I mean, this is no stretch, um, that seriously, Adora and or She-Ra's biography, that's going to be the interesting read. I, I think that I, I wish they had with Hero kept the the whole idea of him pulling his his powers from the like the environment or whatever the mm. the world around him sort of thing that was in the original licensing material. They've kind of seemed to have done away with that completely. Yeah, which is well, unfortunate. One thing too is we have to remember that these bios are a very small paragraph, so these could always be elaborated on quite nicely if we were ever to get say a direct to DVD movie or. <laughs> <a> <laughs> Or a movie. See, that's the, that's the one thing that I think definitely argues against Hero having any sort of Shira connection, though, is that the pulling his his strength from from the environment, that kind of thing, would play in well with the powers that Shira was supposed to have. Yep, I talking mean, to she, animals and yep. healing and that sort of thing. Exactly. I mean, they could totally that, but that see that worries me. If you have such, it seems so easy now to connect Shira with Hero rather than being Adam's twin sister. Yeah, no, I think she. I think she should still be his his twin sister, but she could she could have her power. Like Grayskull's power has been handed down to Adam, her power would be handed down from Hero. But they yeah. would still be twins. It's not as as neat a package as we might like, but I I yeah. think that would be acceptable. Yeah, I mean, I say, I know there are a lot there are a lot of people that don't care for Shira, but there are a lot of people that do. You have um, to have, and Shira. there's a lot of people that just won't <laughs> admit that they actually would be a little bit upset you know if stuff like that was changed so i I just hope they have the heads on straight for the dora and or shira biography 
I mean, who knows, though? They could totally ignore the fact. They could not even mention it. They could say, like, they could say Princess Adora, blah, 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 talk about She-Ra, and never mention Adam or anything. I mean, it's not like they have to. If they don't mention it, doesn't mean it's not true. I suppose that's as, true. As long as nothing in the paragraph contradicts it. You know, uh, you know, Adora was born in the wilderness to peasants or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Obviously, that, as long as they don't say anything that... I Just like in the Mike Young cartoon, they had the perfect, perfect thing when, when Orko came, when everyone was sad. Now, they said that wasn't written with, with She-Ra in mind, you know, Adora being taken. But it doesn't matter if it was or wasn't. They could use that later on to reference Adora being kidnapped. Yeah, I think we're going to know sooner than later because I think I, – I, I, I would be willing to bet we're going to get Shira in in December or or thereabouts. God, I hope so. No, we're not getting her in December. It'll be next year. You don't th- you don't think it'll be in December? I think it's going to be December. No, they said the first uh, either the first Shira figures. Oh yeah, the first Shira figure out in 2010. Ah. And he said, I believe Mattel said something about just because we said Shira character doesn't mean well, Shira. That, yeah, that, I don't, they could be just trying to throw us off the scent. I'm not going to put too much stuff in that. My thought, my thought. Oh, sorry. Uh, just from their their presentations, they seem to always throw a picture of Adora up there. So, I'm just well, thinking well okay, uh, yeah, that may be who we get first, possibly. I suppose my 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 reasoning um, was just that we do seem to have been getting a sort of symmetry to the line. So far, we had, uh, you know, King Grayskull last Comic-Con. We're getting Hero this Comic-Con. Um, they've they've already given us Hordak. Um, we've definitely been villain heavy. He-Man was released in December. I was just th- my, my thought process was that it would make sense that a year later after getting He-Man, we would get She-Ra or and well, or Adora, possibly. You might get, say, Tila in December. I can't remember if they said if any female figures were going to come out. Yeah, I think now, we're going to get just, I think we're going to get shows. Sorry, I think we're slightly delayed. Go ahead. I just said they they showed Tila the the figure mock up or whatever. So, I mean, we've seen her, so she's coming soon, I assume. Yeah, I think we'll get her sooner than December though. I think she'll be like October, November ish. Oh, perhaps. I'm just saying I don't I believe they said no Shira until 2010. Oh. So, we will see. Hopefully it's Adora and she looks foxy. <laughs> <laughs> and we've come to our last figure. Are you sad? I know I am. Uh, Webster, <laughs> whose real name is... Uh, Aranius, son of Rachnus? Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I'm okay I'm, with it. I, I don't love it or hate it. It's yeah, I'm indifferent. I'm, in, I'm indifferent on that one. Again... He's a race of spider warriors, not really big into all of them having races. Although kind of like a spider, I don't know. To me, that lends more of a race than Beast Man. I don't know why. You know, like beasts, there's lots of beasts. I don't know. I can just picture lots of spiders more so than I can picture lots of Beast Man. True, but they do make kind of make up for it in the fact that he is the last of his kind. True. So that's that's a, that's a good point. I mean, the same thing maybe could be said eventually about Beast Man, Merman. They're the last surviving they could do something like that. These are the last. That's why he's kind of called, he's the last of the mermen. So we call him merman. 
Right, right. Type kind of, you know, backdoor way into it. And all. I actually, I mean, Beast Man is the one that bothers me. I think like you, it bothers me more than the rest of them. I don't mind that there's a race of mermen. Uh, I do mind that there's a race of beast men, which is maybe a, a little hypocritical, but it's it doesn't fit as well to me. Yeah. But I mean, like you said, I mean, they are really trying to kind of give a streamlined type continuity here. They're using elements from everything. They're not saying this is they've never really said this is the, the, the this is the definitive because. To any fan, everyone knows with Masters of the Universe, there are so many different avenues you can go that everything's right. You know, maybe you like the mini comics. Maybe you like the filmation cartoon. Maybe you like the Mike Young cartoon. I mean, you have a lot to pick from. So it's kind of, uh, it's pretty cool. I think most fans kind of pick and choose anyway. You know, yeah. we like this from filmation. We like that from Mike Young. We like this from the comics. I've certainly always done that. So I think most do. And when they don't contradict each other, it's even nicer. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> or or at like, least when they're easily rationalized when they seem to. Like, I'm even okay with that, so. But all in all, I mean, I, I would say I have, I don't have a lot of problems with the biographies. You know, it's just little nitpicky things for the most part. Uh, Fan-wise, it's more like now there's all these power swords and... All this stuff running around. I hope they really thought that through. Because, I mean, if, when they tie it all together, I might say, you know what? That works. But until then... We'll yeah, I, I really am questioning the whole so, so many power swords thing. That that really is the biggest issue for me. I mean, mm-hmm. I just... I really like it better when it is the sword of power, the sword of protection. It works. Of course, maybe... Adora wasn't stolen anymore. She maybe she's still the twin, but she doesn't need protection per se. So, you know, maybe you know maybe one feels like the sword of protection is a great name because it fit the storyline of the time. Is the name really important of a sword? I don't know, but I think there's too many swords, and I don't like that a techno sword can harness the power. Yeah, I agree. I, I think. I do think we're going to see uh, a storyline very close to the Secret of the Sword origin, though. I don't think that's going to be radically different. I think it's going to be very similar. I will be awaiting with an open mind, and then I'll read it. Oh yeah, I think we all will. I, I don't. I'm not saying I. I don't think it has to be. I'm not going to be like they changed it. They must die. Oh, exactly. Uh, I, I that, by no means feel that way. If I did, I would have never enjoyed the Mike Young series as much as I did because they they changed tons of stuff in that, and I still loved it anyway. But um, I just I think that w- w- there is no reason um, it, that we know of anyway. There doesn't seem to be any legal reason for them to, to go and change it. They are trying to incorporate as much from the past as they possibly can. The mini comic, if I'm remembering correctly, more or less told the same condensed story as the secret of the sword film. So, uh, it just, it doesn't, it doesn't seem to make sense to radically deviate, uh, from that if they can use it. Yeah, it, the mini comic was a bit weird, but um, it's similar. It was, yeah, it's the same general storyline. Yeah, there was there was a if I remember right, it gets weird when you get about halfway through and it goes off in a 
somewhat different direction, right? Well, and plus, Adora was kind of just there already on Etheria. It's not like she was, or she was kidnapped, but then she was still living in the Crystal Castle. I was weird. Um, I haven't read it in a while, but but like you said, it's same general you know storylines. So they should be able to go with the flow, right? Um, so hopefully. That would be very good. And that'll make the fans more happy if they do, yeah. which is does I do think that is definitely their and, goal. And, and we do complain. We're like, oh, if this line is for the fans, blah, blah, blah. Why are they doing these things? Blah, blah, blah. Okay, first off, people, reality check, of course. While the line may be technically for the fans, the line is to sell figures and make money. If they weren't making some type of profit off of the figures, they wouldn't be doing them. Um, it also helps keep... He-Man's name out there, um, you know, amongst your type of collector market, you know, it, it keeps it out there. Um, there. Remember, there are more than just diehard He-Man fans buying the figures. I'm not a diehard whatever fan when I was buying other brands of action figures, but I still bought them. Um, so, you know, it kind of goes into that whole play where we're keeping his name out. Um, we're appeasing the fans by putting out these figures. Um, we're making some money on the He-Man brand. It's not just you know sitting dormant like it did when the new adventures ceased to exist all the way until the Mike Young show. So progress, slow progress. I say I'm happy with it. If you don't like the biographies, ignore them. Uh, as long as you like, <laughs> as long as you like the figure, buy it. There you go. And case in point to what you were just saying about that, there's more Masters fans out there than just the diehards. Um, did you want to talk about? Do you mind if we talk about the whole MovieTickets.com poll? Because I thought that was pretty awesome oh, news as well. Yeah, MovieTickets.com did a poll with what, what '80s cartoon series would you like to see turned into a live-action film uh, most? And Ma- Masters He-Man brand won that fifty-eight percent, um, which nice. was far beyond what I would have expected it to get. Actually, so I thought that was pretty. Um, that bodes well for for the the film that we're hopefully getting, and I think bodes well for for the brand as a whole. I think exactly, and it's been very good that they keep having the movie rumors that come out. It keeps it keeps the name in the papers. It keeps people speculating. It just keeps people talking, and that's what you need to do. Like they say, any press is good press. Just as long as they don't give all the characters potty mouths when they make the movie, I'm fine. <laughs> I believe Katie is referencing Transformers 2 Revenge of the Fallen. Yes, I am. I haven't seen it yet, so, this, so there's a bit of uh, of swearing. Oh, it's yeah, more than it. a bit. It's more than a bit. It's kind of ridiculous. But that's what sells, so whatever. <laughs> For the record, and many people know, I am not a Transformers fan. But I thought Transformers 2 was way better than Transformers 1. I loved La. Transformers 1, but yeah, you're the only person I've heard say that about Transformers 2. Everyone says it's good, but they liked the first one better. And that, that's kind of what I'm going in expecting. Because, yeah, you know, the first one, you have to go through all the rigmarole of how to get there, how to do that, how they blah, 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 blah. Oh, see, I liked then, all that. The second one, it's more like, okay, I know who everybody is now. Granted, I was a bit confused because sometimes I didn't know who a bad robot was and when a good robot was. <laughs> Unless it was like Optimus Prime, just because I am a bit uneducated in the uh, trans- Transformers universe. Um, but um, if we, I don't think a He-Man movie would have as much uh, humor 
uh, as either of the Transformer movies just because they would probably way more make He-Man much more serious, I would assume. Well, it's a darker, yeah. it's a, a fantasy, yeah. that particular kind of fantasy property is darker um, in general, yeah. whether it's Masters or not, and that, that is as it should be, I think. So yes, I agree, I agree. It's, you can definitely darken up He-Man to where it's still looks proper, whereas if you did that with Transformers, it wouldn't really... Like, even G.I. Joe, to me, that you can make darker than Transformers. Well, if you go back to the early mini-comics, those were pretty dark as well. Yeah. You know, compared to the it, cartoons. I mean, remember, things. you have a barbarian with a sword. Enough said. It's That's just different than teens with robots. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, I mean, you didn't have many... I mean, sure, Prince Adam was a teenager, technically, but he sure didn't look like one. Same with Adora. So, I mean, sure. they looked like adults on the show. So, it was more of an adult theme, if you will. But um, probably not a lot of potty mouths from the Eternians. Um, <laughs> I mean, that, that's just something that you don't do in fantasy anyway. It's not like, you know, you, you heard a bunch of F-bombs from the Lord of the Rings cast. I mean, how weird would that have been? I mean, yeah, this is not done in fantasy. There's no F-bombs, though. It's not rated R. <laughs> Although, really, if you think about it, if that may, if you utter the word, I believe, if it's twice, then you get the rated R. And um, you're allowed to say it once in PG-13. Then really, most I assume school rides to 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 school on the bus should be rated R. <laughs> Just FYI. Well, it parents. seems like they've gotten more stringent about that in the ratings in recent years. Because I mean, I remember movies back in the '80s that got away with a lot more with the PG rating than they than oh, they can yeah. nowadays. Yeah. We have to remember they didn't even have the PG rating for a while in the '80s. It was just it was G, PG, or R. Or the PG thirteen, you mean? Yeah, yeah, they didn't have PG-13, excuse me. Right, um, right. That was added later, so... But I know you can say that particular word in a PG-13 movie, I believe, at least once. And as long as it's not ha- meaning the certain thing of the word, if it's more of just like a... An exclamation. <laughs> an exclamation, exactly. Let's just put it that way. Um, but anyway... Um, so yeah, the bios, they're great. Um, you know, we, are, we do apologize for waiting several months for doing... Um, another podcast, but we kind of wanted to get all the information together. Um, I don't know if you'd want a whole podcast on on us just talking about Webster's biography, although I'll do that if you want, um, because <laughs> I'm sure I could scrutinize every sentence, every word if you wanted to. Um, but um, we really hope more. The next come- letter is W. Now, I don't <laughs> like this W here. This W should not be part of the bio because and Ws have never appeared in any master's exactly. literature previously. <laughs> Exactly. It's just like, and what's up with that font? Yeah. Background color. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Mattel, I want to pull out poster. And that's the end of the podcast. Uh, Thanks, everyone, for continuing your support. Um, I'm John Callis, also known as The Shadow. I am Katie Carty-Hiley, also known as Rainbow Bright. And I'm Josh Lioncourt, also known as Lioncourt. And as always, Martin will be back with us next episode. Unfortunately, he was having technical difficulties and could not join us today. Good Good journey! journey.